0: That chopping sound you hear is the sound of the General Services Administration working on two projects it's taken off or bitten off. One is the consolidation of its multiple award schedule contracts. The other is establishment of a government-wide electronic buying marketplace. Here with the industry take, Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners. And for purposes of this interview, we'll just ignore the fact that the GSA sections that do this work are shut down at the moment. I guess, Larry, the industry has weighed in on the consolidation of schedules telling GSA how it thinks it should happen. What are they telling the GSA?
1: Tom, what industry is telling GSA, first and foremost, is that they're generally in support of the consolidation initiative. That's really noteworthy because GSA has talked about consolidating the schedules program before, only to have it fall apart, at least in part due to industry concerns, particularly those voiced from small businesses, that they would lose their identity. That's not happening this time. What industry is telling GSA, though, is that as good of a job as they're doing communicating the expected changes to industry, That's how much we'd like to see GSA focus on its own internal communications. GSA recently, for example, with its transactional data reporting initiative for scheduled contracts, communicated the intent of that project very well to industry, but didn't do such a good job with communicating it to their own COs. We all want schedules consolidation to work, So if it's going to work, it needs to be communicated equally well, both internally and externally.
0: It sounds as if the culture of cross-schedule communications isn't really in place at GSA. I mean, Schedule 70 and all the others are pretty much stovepipe programs because of the differences in the industries they serve. So maybe they've got some plumbing to do internally before they can communicate internally.
1: Questionably, Tom, there is a lot of internal work that needs to be done on the terms and conditions and harmonizing those that you can while still retaining flexibility for specific areas that need it. But what can be done right now is the creation of a customer-facing e-commerce platform that will allow agencies to find what they're looking for from GSA more easily. I think that's the direction in which the agency is going. They need a 21st century technology customer-based platform that makes it easy for their customers to find in plain English what they're looking for, and the internal plumbing, the consolidation that needs to take place across uh, Schedule 70 to Schedule 36 and all the others, that'll come in time.
0: Because when you think about it, some of the nomenclature of different industry segments, they may have the same word in common, like cable, but it would mean something totally different across agencies, across, excuse me, across industries, but it would be a common word for one whole set of programs, and that could really lead to confusion, I think.
1: It can, and of course, we've seen that before, as GSA has uh, sought to standardize on uh, part numbers, sought to standardize uh, product descriptions. Uh, People end up getting uh, Michelin tires when they thought they were getting uh, rubbery erasers, things of that nature. So, you know, there's the potential for those types of snafus to happen. Uh, They don't need to happen with schedules consolidation, and hopefully they won't if the agency uh, first, I think, just uses the program that it has and makes it easier for customers to search through all of the options and then goes back and uh, has a methodical, consistent approach to consolidating the
0: internal plumbing. We're speaking with Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners. And switching gears here for a moment, you have written uh, in recent days that this e-commerce platform, the other big bite for one of the other big bites for GSA, they want to have something launched by the end of the 2019 calendar, and they've got some work to do there, and there's some RFPs out. What's going on there?
1: Tom, right now, uh, an RFI, Request for Information, just closed this past Friday, right before Christmas, uh, on which uh, industry was supposed to submit a lot of comments on things like whether there would be extra steps to take for micro purchase threshold buys that were made through a commercial uh, e commerce platform. Uh, We're hoping no in industry. We think a micro purchase threshold buy ought to be a micro-purchase threshold buy, regardless of whether it's made at the corner store or through a commercial e-commerce platform. So industry is having to weigh in on just what the terms and conditions surrounding commercial platform transactions might look like. Uh, The second part of that is not just what the transactions would look like, but what the contracts with commercial platform providers themselves might look like. We're focusing on transaction levels, Tom, that are relatively small dollar level, ten thousand dollars for the foreseeable future. Although eventually GSA would like to take that higher, but the value of the contracts themselves is certainly going to be more than ten thousand dollars. At least industry hopes so. But we're talking about introducing a new uh, type of company into the federal market, at least as a contractor. And any time you do that. Uh, There's always some friction that needs to be worked out between what the government is used to having in a contract and what uh, a new set of contractors uh, is willing to accept and go for. So that's kind of where we are right now.
0: When you say a new type of contractor, do you mean the operator of the platform that they eventually choose? Is this going to be like a giant software as a service type of deal?
1: Well, there are going to be multiple platforms from probably some recognized names. Uh, you don't know who they are because there's no RFP out yet, although GSA is going to, I think, put a draft RFP out, Tom, in uh, April uh, and a final one soon after that. So, But we're talking about companies that do commercial e-commerce today, uh, you know, Amazon, Overstock, Staples, uh, Granger, just to name a few. Uh, And those would be the companies with which GSA would award contracts to provide their commercial-based e-commerce systems for government buyers to buy from. The idea being that it would be easier, uh, cost-efficient, and with substantial data analytics available uh, for buyers that use those systems. The type of data analysis and spend under management capability, Tom, That these systems have is really quite amazing when you look at it.
0: And there's also, in many cases, I think, a logistics capability in some of these. They know If they know what your consumption rate is of a certain commodity, they might be able to alert the agency that it's time to refill, say, and maybe not even have to alert them, just automatically send the order.
1: Those systems certainly have the capability for autofill. They also have the ability to say, hey, it looks like you've been buying a lot of this lately. If you buy it in a different way, it could save you some money. So there's that factor as well. Uh, These commercial e-commerce platforms, in addition to ease of use, have a host of analysis uh, that is available to really, I think, potentially improve the way federal dollars are spent.
0: Yeah, and the whole thing would be in the cloud, too, which would save cost for GSA trying to operate a system like that personally.
1: That's right. It's much easier for GSA to turn to companies that do this for a living rather than try to create or recreate a government-managed system, Tom. I think that's the direction we're going in. All of this project is being directed by Congress. Congress got the ball rolling in the 2018 Defense Authorization Act, and that's uh, what really initiated this whole practice. And I know that GSA has to report back to Congress in March on what they've been up to so far. So it should be an interesting first part of 2019 on this front.
0: Larry Allen is president of Allen Federal Business Partners. As always, thanks so much.
1: Tom, I appreciate it, and I wish your listeners happy selling.
0: Find a link to his blog and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at iTunes or Podcast One. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifolsplasma.com.